are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. How's it going? Welcome back to the Chris and Nina podcast. I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Nina. Good evening. Yes, good evening. And we're back for another week of um, real estate news. Real uh, estate news, real estate chairs, updates, everything you want. Yes, open houses, closings, <laughs> all that fun stuff. How was your week, Nina? It was very productive. It was um, very busy. We've done a lot of things, different type of closings and situations we had quite some uh situations well we before you get in. into the situation because <laughs> you jump right to the good stuff what did you do for fun what did you do outside of real estate uh, what have i done for fun here we already have some funny comments over there uh what have we done for fun? hey hot t mac is that this uh, tl mac on the check-in go ahead i don't know um uh, i had a, i started off the week with you know, with the closing, I mean, for fun, the weekend mm -hmm. was nice. So we were hanging by the pool. We had some guests over from Europe. Okay. Um, we had friends overall every night. Uh, we have friends over. You know, whenever you have a pool, you have people over all the time. Okay. Um, I'm not complaining. I wasn't invited. I wasn't invited. Well, it was my invitation. I <laughs> well, wanted to be in the pool. No. So, hey, hello. There's <laughs> one thing you should know. We don't invite everyone's always Does invited our house is always open so we love people we love our friends we love our families so our house is always open everyone's always welcome um but it's been like a nightly thing where you know you have the nice spot <laughs> of the little group of the friends so it's like an automatic thing that yeah let's go and they come over sometimes you just find people over our house where you come home and then people are already there. I love it. You know, that's, it's up to us. That's how we got people used to it. And um, we always have, you know, the group of the workers with the children. So, you know, they know who we hang out with. So they're already aware when someone comes through the system. Well, before we go into what are you wearing today? What what kind of what, what kind of what kind of what is that? What do you have on today? Let what our audience mean? know. That's those are some mean. What is that related? Yeah, it's not. What is those like Aaron Jesus's? What are they? What, what, what kind of shoes are those? I mean, look, I travel through houses a lot. I visit um, a bunch of sites, like different construction sites, and. Well, you're not wearing and those on it. Of course I do. You do? These are very thick. Like, the shoe soles are very, very oh, thick. So okay. These are, like, boots, but um, summer boots by summer Louis Vuitton. <laughs> I, uh, I use them, and I abuse them. I just got them, like, a month wow, ago. Wow, they look mean. They look new and mean to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have the tiny heel, but it's really uh, comfortable. And, no, they don't massage my feet. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> They're comfortable. No, but they are. They, they look a they little look, funky. They look very comfortable. Yes. Thank you. Can and they, they even they say that? I thought that was an it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They're very thank stylish. You, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So I love your shoes too. Look at oh, them. Yeah, look well, like yeah, the know. color is very bright. It's like a royal blue. Yeah. Beautiful. But hello, shoes. Um, but thank you so hey, much. Hey, it's the you know, it's the little <laughs> things, you know. You you know, you, you want to look a little nice sometimes. But you know? we do do go to crazy places like yes. between okay, even the mansions you come in, not all the time they're finished and you know, you have stairs and you have you have to jump your way into the house or like through a two by four or a beam that's open or broken. Oh man. You have to um you have to wear something that's durable. Yeah, we always have to look good, but then sometimes I wear I have another set of boots. They're like the army type of Me looking. Too. Me too, right? yes. So no matter what I wear, we really have to be, it's not even safe. Um, it's comfortable. And of course, 
crazy New York sometimes gets four seasons in a day. So between the rain and the shine and then through the places that we go and visit, we need to have durable shoes. Yeah, so. I, I, I keep a pair <laughs> of, of old Uggs in my car and I keep a baseball cap um, okay. because some of the houses I go into, I, I, um, I inspect for damages and so nobody lives in these homes and so you got spider webs, you got all kinds of things. So I got to put a hat on, I got to put boots on. Um, I keep a pair of pants to put off. I'm wearing shorts because um, you exactly. don't know what's going to get on your skin in some of these houses. It's like really terrible. And some of them have fires and, you know, and then, oh, God forbid you walk in a house and it's flooded and you're walking through yeah. some nasty water. Mm -hmm. So I keep like a construction bag. I call it a construction bag with just clothes and gear to suit up <laughs> to go <laughs> to go in these disgusting homes and take pictures and assess the values for the damages and whatnot for um for different banks yeah another piece of clothing you should have in the car if you're a working person sometimes you run out of the house and you don't plan to dress up but sometimes you do just a little bit but yeah. then you should definitely say say to everyone i know and to my colleagues and friends when you leave the house always have that piece of blazer in the car so in case you're even wearing something close to, let's say, pajamas, you can throw it on and you'll still look so profesh. So <laughs> you can always put it up. And nowadays, yeah. who knows? It may be a part of, of the fashion. So yeah. you can totally... Uh, what is What are they writing? I can't uh, see from here. Thick and grow with um, Vet, Veta says hello. How you doing? Hi. I'm sorry, what, that, what was that? No, she said hi. Oh, okay. Hi. <laughs> hi. Uh, we're actually going to have um, some of the colleagues that we work with, um, sometimes investors or friends that will come and visit. Um, maybe in addition, not instead of us, but sometimes when one of us will be away, we can yeah. have someone else join, like even when we're here or not. Yeah. It's always fun to hear from new people. So we're definitely open if one of you want to share their experience you can reach out to us and you never know maybe you'll come in with us and you know you know what's fun i've noticed that we've been you've been putting out some really nice videos like there's an open house coming that i shared the video on our instagram oh, yeah um the, and I the put video it myself. yeah yeah okay. the video you know not all the time we i do it myself we have like myself, like all of us in Five Borough, we... Um, well, you're not in the video. It's just the house. And oh, then it shows okay. Mill Basin and it shows... Oh, yeah, yeah, right Yeah, here. yeah, Bergen. it's open wow, house. Wow, in Bergen Beach, What's guys, the address? You have to look at it. If you're looking in the neighborhoods, even the surrounding neighborhoods, you should totally come. Um, it's the most southeast point of Brooklyn. When you look at the map, look all the way down to the right. You'll see um, that's actually where I live. Um, Bergen Beach. Bergen Beach is a beautiful neighborhood. Um, you get so much more for your money um, rather than like up north of Brooklyn because you have it's just bigger lots yeah. um, overall that back in the day more were built. Space, yeah. um, but that one, the one that you're talking about is yes. in Bergen Beach and the ceilings, right? Something yeah. like with the great ceilings. Yeah. Yes, so beautiful he, ceilings. The contractor who did the house he actually built tray um tray ceilings we call it you know so it's like the ceilings that have um like opening to another ceiling and then another ceiling and eventually you have the um the chandeliers so he really did a great job and that's actually a, an, an insane point of attraction as soon as you walk into the house not only the ceiling is so high but you also have the lights built in between that tray light. So that gives it a okay. whole other look. Um, that's 2039 East 70th Street in Bergen Beach. It's also how, a corner lot. That's how far is it from lot. the water? Um, so believe it or not, it is right by the water. It's not waterfront, but you don't need a flood insurance. You don't need a flood insurance. So the flood insurance um, stops by the 73rd street okay so he's 73rd yeah. and around uh x x and w around there okay um so you don't need flood insurance you're pretty far from the water and your elevation point meaning you're high up on the ground although you're near the water but your house is high up on the ground enough to not be on the level of the water so not all the time you need flood insurance so you're like five minutes from the mall 
Not even, yeah. So so that's mall, it. That's why you get it. You go to the mall and get all these shoes. And... <laughs> First of all, no, I love Kings Plaza. She but don't, I wish... she don't she don't buy off the rack. I'm no, just no, joking. no, no, it's not that. I wish Kings Plaza had Louis Vuittons and all. Not that I'm all uh, name brands girl, but sometimes you do want, and it's just not around here. So I have to travel up to the city or sometimes Long Island. Um, but. Kings Plaza, wow, they just purchased it not too long ago and they've oh, wow. created a whole other um, ball game. This is really beautiful. They uh, invested and they, you know, um, they just purchased it. You, you knew that? They no, I didn't know that. It not wow. Too long ago. Yeah. They purchased it and they actually upgraded it to a whole other level. Okay. Beautiful. They, um, they added um, um, Primark. Okay. B, B, what is that called? Burlington. Burlington. Okay, they removed, uh, unfortunately, yeah, there, JCPenney used to be there, no? Uh, I don't know. They're moving in? I thought, oh, well, I don't know. I don't go to the mall, so but I look, whenever <laughs> I, buy, I buy things, I buy mine. I don't have time to travel. I really, I literally work all the time. Mm. The little that I have, I spend with my kids, and in the weekends, I'm with them. Don't believe and her. <laughs> she has a million shoes. She shops somewhere. I'm telling you. Or she, but, she has a private shopper, y'all. I'm telling I, you. You know what? I don't have a private shopper, but people in the store sometimes do know me. I do buy uh, online, but the little times that I do go in, listen, they help you. So they so keep let, in touch with you so, and they so want to make the sale because they make commissions. So so no, this is what happened. Alexa starts the, the, you know, if you guys have an Alexa, it glows up and it says, <laughs> it, it says, hey, we know you like these shoes. <laughs> we have them in your size. Yeah, and she no. goes, yes, and they deliver them. That's what happens, and right? Someone's like that. <laughs> but I'm not spoiled like that, guys. I ruin shoes. I wear clothes. I use my wardrobe because I work and we're on our feet all the time. Yes. So it's even the car. Like I could, I, sometimes I, I, I count how many hours I'm in the car. (laughs) How many shoes you got in the car? You got a shoe bag? Oh no, no, not in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, okay. Um, No, I don't have shoes in the car, but sometimes. Wink, wink. <laughs> but when we had that office meeting in that rooftop one time, you I have to, to switch think, it up. Oh no, I did. Oh no, you. Had, that's when the Uber came with your shoes. Yes, guys, she sent an Uber for her shoes. <gasps> because that was on heels. Hello, we had a photo shoot, and I was exhausted on those heels. Oh man, some people so, treat their pets about to nice. Throw them in the in the garbage. <laughs> um, I was running all day on heels, and hello, it's not fun. You're about no, to, you feel yes. like you're dying from here up. So I have to change. What now? Now I need a close up of shoes. Where's the shoe cam? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh you didn't, you, you missed it? Yeah. Uh, that's Think and Grow with, um, yeah. <laughs> they're really cool. They're not, they're very funky. Not everyone would wear them, but once you put them on, they look cute. Okay, fine. Here, let me give you a shot of that. Hi. Like them? See that? Yeah. So. Really cool. So. All right. That was the end of the fashion show for today. Um, (laughs) It's only just. So they're very comfortable. I do very much recommend. Forget the name brand. For real. I'm not a name brand type of girl. But once I know that I I am going to um, use it a lot, I need something durable. (laughs) (laughs) I need something durable. We really do run around so much, guys. Like this is not even normal. Sometimes I say, dude, if I had a, a reality show, mm-hmm. it would be so interesting because I go through so much daily that I really would like to share. Listen, I'm sure you mm-hmm. too. You go through houses, you do all yeah. those inspections. Sometimes you don't have dogs running up to you and jumping on you. Yeah. I had a dog this week. I went to a listing appointment, legit this big. Yeah. No. Okay. Like this big. But wow. when he jumped on me, he was taller than me. Like he jumped on me like here. He was like, woof on here. Beautiful dog, really beautiful, friendly, super cute. But dude, when I told, I'm telling you, about five years off my life, right mm. there when he jumped on me, I saw the tail going. So I got the fact that he was friendly, but I had to act it out and be like, hi, you know. The- See, now me, the worst thing that I do is the worst experience that I have is I go in a house and the house is not in good condition and people live in it. And one day I walked in the house and they had spiders crawling and just like just insects and they were cooking. 
And they were like, hey, do you want something to eat? I was like, man, I don't oh, even want to be in this house. Uh, <laughs> I was like, no. no some people don't see it. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, y'all eat here? Like, <laughs> I was like, I just want to get this job, but I want to get in and out real quick. I know. But it's sometimes I feel bad because. But then why I, are you there to do the inspection? For because the day, they, because right? yes, yes. So there's a reason they get yes. to, to where they get. It's not the house some, needs. It's not by choice. Put no, it that way. it's not no. by choice. It was like, hey, they was sitting the car. You pulled up the carpet. It was a hole in the middle of the house. I was like, oh, I was like, how do people live like this? Someone wrote something. What was that? Yeah. Shoe game must be crazy. Yes, indeed, Shane. Shoe game is crazy. <laughs> But yes, yeah, it, it was a humongous hole. It was like swallowing up the carpet. And they pulled it up. And I was like, man, I pray for people because I just don't know how. And they had kids there, too. And I said, man. I had um, a turtle walking around one time. I actually took a video of that. Oh, a wow. A turtle walking around as a pet. Wow. Turtle. I wow. felt bad for the animal, dude. It's not supposed to be there. Nope. nope. Right? A turtle is not even allowed. Not even not allowed. Nope. But it's not a normal thing to have a pet. Is yeah, some of these places under those do conditions. Weird things, unfortunately. Yes, they we yes. find ourselves in a situation where we say, "Dude, what are they thinking?" But then we say, "Okay, why are we even blaming them?" Because if we were to blame them, they wouldn't be in that situation if they weren't for that stage of mind that they yeah. would be. Th then there was one. Um, it was a two family and one whole apartment. It was a duplex, and the woman had a zoo. And she must have had like 30 birds. And she told, oh, when the bird gets injured, I take it in. And I'm like, these birds look healthy. When are you going to let them go? And I was just like, and they had their own room. Oh, like it was bonkers. So was after like, they wow. get better, they still stay in the room? Yeah, she, she was trying to say it was like a hospital. And I'm like, this oh, don't, I'm like, is this legal? Like, yeah, but that's not, you know, you could tell the person is not 100%. You can't even no. blame them. You know, my mom taught me one very good important sentence that goes with me a long way and will probably you know go and continue to be and i want everyone to learn very important do not be mad at sick people now sick goes mm, yeah. um, it's a very general word sick but it's not really it's a, it's a type of sickness when someone doesn't realize their own stage of mind yeah. their own way of thinking their way of doing things so sometimes people, you see, people don't change overall, right? It's not that easy to change. Yeah. But the way people think, sometimes they believe in it so much that you know they can't even change themselves. So you can't be mad at them because that's the way they are. And so what do we need to do? Have to deal with it in a specific way. And this was a young person, though, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It was very interesting. But to your note, when we're when we're meeting homeowners. The most challenging is when we deal with elderly who need to let go, but they but they're not ready to let go, and and trying to work with their family and put the house on the market and and deal with that transition is very sensitive. So, yeah, go so it's, yeah, it's very sensitive. So it's just it's a very challenging because sometimes. Um, an elderly person could have issues and we don't know or have dementia or have different, it, it's a very, it's very challenging. And then also the family member that represent them nine times out of 10, from what my experience, it's not the whole family. It's one person from the family and they need more support, but they're not getting it from their family. And so it's, it's a very stressful time, but when they sell that house, the rest of the family want the money, but they're not there to... To, to offer the support to, to deal with the situation. They just want to support it when, when the situation is resolved. Yeah. Um, so it's unfortunate part of real estate sometimes when you when you have clients that are dealing with um, change like that. Yeah. I was in a, in a place this week where the father, the kids inherited the place. The father passed away, oh, right? Wow. Aside from everything that goes on inside the house, they have in their backyard, dude, listen to this, fig tree, grape tree, cherry tree, um, peach. Wait, a fig tree can grow up here? Of course. Fig tree oh, is very popular. I a like it. Yeah, I got to buy a fig tree. All right, okay, guys. Wow. And I can continue. <laughs> they had apple trees. And then I find myself standing over there, and I'm like, really? Wow. You have all these trees here? And then, you know, psychologically, you think of mosquitoes. Man, my 
whole legs were filled within seconds. Wow. I am beat. You don't understand. And he's like, oh, hey, let me. You don't have to spray in your car with your shoes? Yeah, but you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So that was very crazy. They <laughs> found themselves in this uh, house because their father wouldn't let really anyone move in with him. Uh, and then when they, um, when they went in, they just uh, realized that their dad built so many stairs and doors and he extended illegally and built them this way and another way in the two-car garage that he connected from. Oh, that was really... But I'm going to tell you something, though. If you grow lavender or um, there's certain plants you grow around these... Um, Fruits and vegetables that would keep the the um, bugs away. Shut up. Yeah, like they don't Wait, like lavender. Leave the bu- you mean not to eat the fruits? Yeah, so that the bugs would stay away. Um, like they just mosquitoes don't like lavender. And then there's like a lemon. I forgot the name of the. It's like a lemon plant or something that also they don't. They'll stay away. There's like natural plants that you can grow that. You put in your backyard that will keep the mosquitoes. That's away. a first. I never heard this before, but yeah, it's a big plus. I ain't gonna lie. When I first bought my own, my like I've had rental properties, but my own personal property, I started planting. You know, I, I tried to grow fruit; it didn't work. But I grew different type of plants, and they died. And I, I tried to have a green thumb. Uh, it was something I was into for a little bit, so I did some research on that. But yeah, so like growing. Because it takes a lot of attention to grow food and to grow to even grow flowers. Like you have to know how when to water them, how frequently to water them. And yeah, just, not just, to water them too much. Yeah, yeah. But did you, you know that um, Jewish people are not allowed to cut off fruit trees? Oh. Yeah, they say that um, if people cut fruit trees, like specifically Jewish people, if they cut fruit trees, um, it's like taking away the lives of their children. Uh, so when you mean so, cut, like you can't take the fruit from them? No, you can't take the tree. So like let's okay. say you buy a small house on a big lot yeah, and then you want to extend the house and make yeah. it bigger or build something on the lot. You would want to demolish or excavate, right? Yeah. So by excavating the land, you may be, you know, disrupting the growth Got or you. removing the tree from okay. its natural place. That is not allowed. So, you know, I had a deal that fell through one time because there was a fruit tree. Mm. And he happened to have been a Jew. So he wasn't able to purchase it. We had uh, another situation where there was almost a closing. And we had to have the previous owner remove the tree at the time of when they owned it before they actually sold it. So fruit trees are no joke. It's actually a very big factor in the real estate business. There are professionals who come out come out to the properties and give their opinions on, you know, whether to take it out and put it in in a different place. Some people say, oh, you're allowed to take it out and then put it in a different city or something as long as you replant it. Um, It's just overall, it feels like um, there is some type of ruling to this. So people just prefer not to deal with it. Mm. But it's definitely came to my mind when I went to that property that I'm talking about, but um, okay. it surrounds, it's like really on the property line. So I wouldn't see any issue if someone would ever want to build. Um, it's a huge plus, you know, it's a huge plus because those trees take time to grow. And when they do produce the fruits, it's beautiful. And, you know, but uh, the, the um, mosquitoes, is just crazy. Now I was seeing, but something. I want to hear more later about that lavender, but go on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like even if you put lavender oil like around or you burn like lavender, like the smell insects don't like the smell. So the, the lavender plant, it gives off the smell. So the mosquitoes will stay away. But okay. uh, uh, I was also um, looking at some new listings that we have. Um, the three lots in, um, was that Manhattan? The three two family lots. Three two family lots. Yeah, the new uh, three lots. Oh, uh, base uh, Diker. Diker, yes, Diker Heights, yes. Yeah, Diker Heights. um, So it's an older man who had um, ownership of these three two family homes. He's had it for a while, and he fell into some trouble with tenants. He was so there's actual properties on the lots already. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was yeah. okay. Yeah, I put it on Instagram, and if you saw, I was pointing out each one. That was my um, my posting. 
Okay. I'm are you get... talking about Crown Heights or are you talking no, about? No, it's uh, all cash, 3.7, but it's. it's... Oh, Di no, so not Diker Heights. I thought it was a vacant lot and you could build two families on the lots. It was three lots, side one of them side by, they're attached. Yeah, yeah, Diker Heights. And it's not 3.7, it's uh, 3.3 million, no? Okay. Sorry, so, yeah, I don't three, remember. Yeah, I don't remember the, the details, but I know um, that it's a new listing. It's a new listing, yeah. Um, the guy wanted it off market. He did sign us, however. He didn't want it to go live because um, mm. he didn't want the tenants to give him even more issues. Uh, so it's okay. vacant, vacant, occupied. He okay. waited a very, very long time until the tenants vacated. I actually seen him go through that and it was just torturing to watch because the dude is like almost 90 years old, man. So what good, like who does that? You know, I'm and not judging. Obviously, and that's why, two sides to the story, and but. that's why Airbnb, which we're going to talk to yeah. you after the break is another way that's relatively new to get income, but not be handcuffed to a contract for a whole year or a long time, but still make money with the property. But we'll talk to, we'll talk about it after the break, but that's a, is, is there any other new listings besides that? Is, is, you mentioned something else too. We have a lot. Yeah, we have. Well, uh, tell our audience, what do we have? What, what What's available? Um, speaking of a development site, yeah. um, I am also working on something that happened to be really um, popular over by um, Crown Heights. It's a hundred by a hundred. So okay. there is a church um, on, there's a small church on a big lot. Again, it's on a hundred by a hundred. And when it comes to churches on uh, for sale, right? Yeah. You can't just sell a church, right? Yeah. You need to have attorney general approval. And it's not just to have it approved. It goes through a whole system because to be able to transform the... Uh, the nature of the um, of the land from house of worship yeah. uh, status, right? So we have one family, two family, three family, and then there's house of worship. So to transfer it out of it, it needs it, it takes a few hands. So yes. it's um, it's a period of time that the purchaser has to wait to complete, and then the sale can happen. So that hundred by hundred, by the way, we're having some comments. I don't know. I don't see. Yeah, yeah, it's so, the saying they can't wait to buy. So, um, <laughs> so the attorney general gives an approval, and then it could sell. And long story short, once it sells, you have a hundred by hundred R six, twenty four thousand buildable um, in the borderline of Crown Heights and Bronzeville. Okay. So yeah, and it's not that pricey. That one was also three million, from what I remember. Okay, um, and that's new. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, you else? get we get so many things that we just don't like. We got to work uh, better to up to upload it into our Instagram and to share these um, these properties with yeah. uh, with our audience so they can see what we're talking about. I mean, you could also look online and see. You know, you could you could see the properties we're talking about, but also we'll, we'll have it on our Instagram or you can reach out and we'll share it, we'll share it with you as well. Yeah. Um, um cause then, it's like every week there's new properties to talk about. Yeah, there's there's new... a lot to talk about. There are, um, we overall, like we were in the streets, so we got a lot together. Like we, we are sellers, agents, some like, I'm not going to say most of the time, but in the beginning, some type of beginning of the day to yeah. the mid uh, to the middle part of it. We deal a lot with the seller side, and then once buyers free up and they're ready to view, we deal with buyers um, either weekends or evenings, weekdays, weekends. We schedule uh, the viewings with the buyer side, um, but mostly with the selling side. That's when you know all the paperwork, the questions, the attorneys, the title issues. Um, things that we need to expedite and know how to uh, handle in terms of being able to sell it. You need to know that before you work on something that you're not going to have the problems later on in the deal. So it's very important to get it right from the start. When the weather is as hot as it is now, is it more challenging to show homes in this weather where people just say, ah, I just want to go to the beach or they're at the pool and they just don't so on really... the seller side, on the buyer side, it's not... It's not harder. Um, it's not. Um, it's just as a, me, 
even maybe more appealing to okay. see houses in the in the warmer weather. Yeah. Um, but the selling side, some sellers are ill. Um, yeah. They don't have the ability to show and to open up all the time because the hot weather just uh, don't you know prevents them from being available. So it's a little harder. Yeah. Uh, we have more comments over there. I'll, I guess we can read that. Yeah, what's the what's the, so what's the best time of the year to view? Yeah, for for to like work. open houses and for sales well, and for it's like is there more comfortable to work during the summer at least for me? Um I personally don't like the cold, but again, in any extreme, nothing too much is ever too good, right? No, no, I mean like so, when is it the more popular? Like when is when uh, is the summer. peak summer? Yeah, summer. more than the spring? Um yeah, because the spring people are still busy finishing up the year. The school year is ending. What yeah. are they going to do after? Do they want to move? Are they staying? The kids are finishing middle school, going into high school. Um, and we are having a break now. So we're yeah. going to continue talking to you in just a moment. <laughs> we'll be right back. Yes. Take it away, Don. Look into <laughs> podcast shows and do not know where to start. The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. We'll talk about Airbnb. Yes, hi. <laughs> oh, back. hi. Welcome back. Yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was a fast break. Oh, yes, my God. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so this week I had so much fun with my kids. Um, they're in camp. So um, I have been taking them to camp and just spending more time with them. And uh, it's been super, super, super hot <laughs> as well. So uh, I've been teaching them things about um, the importance of having clean water because um, there, there's just a lot of homes throughout the country that we don't even talk about that don't even have the luxury of having clean drinking water. So I've been teaching them some things about that. But also um, I took my kids to a couple of open houses too because um, I'm looking to purchase a new home as well. So um, it's been a really interesting week for me. Um, Very good. When you bought your house, did you take your kids with you too? Did they? What was it like? How? What was that process like for you? I am no example because I actually purchased, and then we ended up selling it. We couldn't build. Um, but did I take them? No. I just feel like kids get so excited so fast, and then mm. there is a point where they could get so mismotivated. Um, Yes, obviously they learn, but I feel like doing it in just a little bit in the later, in the older stage of their lives gives them that teaching part that you're yeah. talking about. It's just that when they're younger, they get so excited. And sometimes that could even confuse you and say, oh, wow, my yeah. kids are head over heels for that one. But um, no, I did not take them. I only took them when I entered the contract. Okay. But overall, it's very, it's not easy to pick a house. It's very... Uh, it's it's challenging yes. to find a home because your whole spirit and then you become a little religious when you look at houses and you start thinking all these thoughts and you say to yourself, wait, between the location next to a bus. Yes. Um, and then I know some religious people believe that they're not allowed to be in front of a palm. Yes. There are so many things to that. Uh, when I show it, as we go over the years, I learned that every type of uh, um, nationality and religion um, think differently. And uh, the numbers of the houses, sometimes they calculate it. Yes. One plus this plus that. Oh, no. And then when you get the, so much to it. Then you get the inspection reports and you get, and, and then on top of competing against other buyers and just, even it, it's, it's just such a huge, it's just, there's no, there's so many steps and each step is equally as important as the first and you can fall out of love with a house real yeah. quick. Yeah. You know, sometimes on the outside, it, you, you know, what's interesting. There's some homes that you walk into 
and they look huge from the outside. And then you go in and they're tiny. Yeah. And then you see a house and it looks tiny and you go in and it's huge. Yeah. Some of these houses in New York, it, it's it's very it's very interesting. It's a very so when you're going and you think you drive by a home, you get excited and you go in and the house is trash. And you're like, yeah. oh my God. And then you wait all week. You're like, I can't wait to see this house. And then you go in and you're like, oh, it's like deflating. Yeah. So that's why the yeah. fir- very first um very first photos of a listing, I normally put the inside of the house. Yeah. You know, like yeah. that one that you mentioned earlier with the tray. Well, you showed ceilings. the kitchen. You showed I think, the first yeah. picture was the tray ceilings. Okay. And then You'll the kitchen was it. next. I have to show you guys. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's really, um, it's just attractive. You're able to really see the, what's the inside like. Yes. You know, so it's not really about the outside. Nonetheless, you're mentioning that, hey, not, the outside doesn't look as big as I thought or vice versa. Again, going back to that house, if you take a look at it from the outside, it looks yeah. nothing like the inside. And have you been in, in the inside of my house? Yes. Right? It doesn't look as... No, it's huge. It's very spacious. And from the, the inside, kitchen. yes, it looks smaller, right? Actually, so, yeah, from the outside, it looks small, it looks but the like. inside, it looks big. It's the, it's the opposite with your house. It's, uh, it's actually probably going to be hard to, to see, but... You know what? If you can, I'm that's in the share. video, right? No, that's a picture. Okay. I'm going to share. Well, send it to um, me and I'll put it to our Instagram yeah. so that you guys can see on Chris and Nina um, Real Estate Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. I'll share the pictures so you guys can see. But um, just you send can't it to really me, so. uh, judge a book by its cover when it comes to looking for houses. Yes. Go see. Not even to seeing what it's like for you, but just to compare what it is that you're missing in the other home that you thought that could be yours. Um, even when clients are ready to, pl- to place uh, offers, uh, well, ready to place an offer, it's a little uh, later in the game, but really people who are um, liking something, but still not 100%, I still do recommend that they, um, want to press that over there? Um, I still do recommend that you, that they um, compare, so you're 100%. As I said, I also purchased the one before I'm in now. Yes. I ended up selling it, but whatever. You really want to make sure that you don't repeat my uh, mistakes. <laughs> so listen, um, most people, you, you buy a home, you have a two-family, you buy, you live in the two-family, or you live in your basement, you rent the two floors. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, as of, I want to say, the last 10 years or so, um, Airbnb, or maybe 15 years, I don't know when exactly it started, so excuse me with the misinformation on that, but Airbnb has been an option to rent out a section of your home or rent out an apartment, and you can rent it out for periods of time instead of having someone sign a lease for six months or a year, so you can get income from a property in short intervals. However, in New York, the state legislature has been creating these guidelines to deter folks from using their homes as an Airbnb. And so I had a couple of guests that we're going to call, and I have one that's going to come in in the future. However, today the phone lines are down, so they're not going to be able to call in today. But on a future show, we're going to go back and talk about Airbnb as um, what we can do to support initiatives so that we can help homeowners have the option to utilize their homes as an Airbnb. But um, have you ever stayed in an Airbnb? Have I stayed uh, some type of? Not officially, but yeah. In, Some type of? In like, Israel. Like when we went on vacation, we yeah. used to stay in hotels. Um, and due to the fact that hotels don't really let you stay with all four children in one place, we had yeah. to rent a couple of rooms. So the next time that we went, um, we actually rented something for a month. Um, again, it wasn't an official Airbnb, but it did. It was during the summer and it was very busy. Um, and speaking of the summer, I do want to answer the question that he asked, if he's getting a discount, if he purchases 
yeah. in a specific time of the year. To answer your question, specific time of the year, no. But specific time of the market, yes. Yes. So, for example, now the rates are skyrocketing, but it's not that bad. You can still buy. However, it's not that the prices will be discounted. Maybe so now, yes, that the seller's market is changing a little bit. They know yeah. that markets is a little crazy and the rates are high. So, yes, it's time to negotiate. But um, as for um, a discount, I mean, the negotiations of your realtor. Your realtor should be handling that part for also, you. And you know it. But uh -oh. to move. Moving, really, people move more in the summer. That's moving-wise. And that's why you're not going to get, in the summertime, it's more competitive because there are a lot of buyers. I find in yeah. the wintertime, you can get a deal or you can negotiate or what you're calling a discount to me is when you can get a house under asking because they're, they're not as many buyers. And so if a homeowner wants to buy, and typically if somebody's selling in the wintertime, they may want to sell quick too as well. So if they want a quick sale, they probably are willing to take a number under what they're asking. And so you can catch a good deal sometimes. It's not all the time, but it just depends on the market, on the time, if you're competing. Because let's say it's wintertime, but you get a house on, hypothetically, let's say Park Avenue. And everybody wants to live on Park Avenue. So no matter what time of year yeah. something goes on sale there, you're going to have to fight for it. And I mean, fight yeah. for it, meaning you're going to have a bidding war, yeah. right? But if you're going to an area where it's not that popular and the person needs to sell and they need to move and there's not a lot of buyers and you throw a low offer, but there's no other offers, they could accept your offer and just unload the property and give you a quote unquote discount. So it depends on the situation. It depends on the timing. You could also catch a good deal in the summer, let's say in an area nobody wants to live. Let's say it's surrounded by factories and it's the only house in the area. So people don't want to live by a factory, but you don't mind living near a factory because maybe you work in one or you work in that area. And so you purchase that home with less competition. Yes. Sure. And, so, and so in terms of the Airbnb, um, during COVID, um, I, um, I didn't catch COVID, but I had, you haven't, no, no, I haven't caught, I never met COVID in my life, but <laughs> so you're probably a blood type. O. yeah, I am a blood type. O. Yes, oh, indeed. yes, I am. Yes, How I am. cool. Yeah. So, okay. Welcome to the club. <laughs> so, but my family, I planned a vacation for them while I was managing myself and dealing with um, my situation, but, um, I didn't want them to be in a hotel because it's COVID and it would have been surrounded. So for the first time, they stayed in the Airbnb. They rented a whole house. It had a pool and jacuzzi, uh, a, a game room, a, um, a TV room. And this was in Florida. So they rented wow. the whole house for the same price, or, or, or if not a little bit cheaper than a hotel. Mm -hmm. And they loved it. They just went out for food, brought their food back, cooked yeah. in the kitchen, stayed. And they stayed there for like two weeks. And it was it was a really, from the videos, they they... My kids loved it. They had their own, you know, access to um, the swimming pool and the jacuzzi. So they didn't have to go to a public um, place and be around people. So cool. So that's where Airbnb was um, really good that I've seen. I, I didn't go down on that trip, but that was my only experience. And so, and I know, like I said, in New York, we have to, uh, we have to fight the state and the laws and the guidelines to um to see but i also know if you if you drive through new york we have i don't know how many hotels we have throughout the city yeah so if we during if, covid though a lot of them closed and they yeah. were actually given and um occupied by shelter units yeah so that wasn't um fun to watch yeah it was very <clears throat> sorry very unfortunate um they had to give over some of the Places the city didn't ask, I heard, and there was like a whole mess. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a mess. Now, thankfully, things are falling into place. Um, they're calling us as realtors to find them buildings and to try to um, have the city purchase buildings where they could uh, hopefully open more shelter units. Uh, it's definitely changing, and hopefully, we'll see good changes 
um, moving, coming soon. Coming soon. But, you know? you know, it was funny. Somebody was saying to me earlier, it was like, hey, I, I don't like Airbnb. I like hotels because I like room service or whatever. And I was like, you know what, Nina? We should start a business where we send chefs out to Airbnbs and they... <laughs> And they prepare your foods like you're ordering room service and you have like yeah. ex exquisite dining and they'll do your yeah. food shopping and everything for you. When you stay at this Airbnb, it comes with your own personal chef. Yeah. I was just thinking like, hey, we can make some money. That'd be an awesome business. If you're out there and you cook, give me a call. Yeah, we, no. we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you some work. Yeah. Cooking. I mean, yeah, overall, the world's changing. Also, I see more guys cook and they share their experience yeah. and their recipes and they're having like uh, parties with um, guy chefs. Yeah, you know it's very, uh, very fun to watch. I mean, hey, we're women. Uh, you know, people stereotype and say, "Oh, you cook? What are you, a woman? This, that, and the third. But no, yeah, you know we what? all gotta eat. Amazing hands that yep. uh, guys have been having nowadays. It's more known. It's more people are more aware. The reality is there and shared, and people learn from it, thankfully, the good things of it. Overall, I'm not a media person. I don't like 80% of what goes on in the world because yeah. of the media. You know, I always say I wish the world shut off the internet for like a good month. There would be peace in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so going back to the good part of it, guys, cooking is great <laughs> in conclusion. I cook. I love, I love cooking. You do? I love cooking. I don't barbecue. But I cook. What for the kids like? Yeah, well, that's parenthood. Yeah, I didn't cook before them, but now, yeah, I cook. I do some. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah, I do some rice that's and beans. So and I make so a mean Cuban Cuban beans and rice, black beans and rice. Um, Shut up. Yeah, I make some mean uh, air fried chicken. Seriously. <laughs> Yes, yeah, seriously. I cook all the time. Hey, your husband cooks too, man. He was he made some good food when I came over to your he, house. Like, yeah, he's I was pleasantly cook. surprised. I was like, wow. He, he likes was, yeah. yeah, he likes to barbecue, but like not the norm, not the barbecue with the gas that you buy in the no. tank and this and that. He buys the old school charcoal. Yeah, charcoal um piece, you know, how do you call it? It's like um it's metal. It's made of metal and you fill it up with some charcoal. And it's like a rectangle look. Yeah. And you put. I've never seen that kind of. Um... Yes, welcome. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was pretty it's like, cool. I it's my background, him. to be honest. It's like, yeah, it's an Israeli oh. thing, but that specific type of barbecue is um, Russian, really. It's okay. uh, from South Russia. Yeah, I've never seen South that before. Russia. I meant to yeah. take a picture. I was like, where can I? I'll send you. It's actually from Queens. Oh. Yeah, you buy charcoal and you put it down, and then you put the net, and on top of the net, you're able to lay your your meat. Um, your meat. Yeah, it's very, um, it's very. You, it's it's just it's not the cleanest. Like afterwards, you know, mm -hmm. you have to dump the charcoal, but it's very useful. It's very quick. It's very easy to use. Where um, you also can control. You know, the other barbecues you just close it. Whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. I said air fry. I got an air fryer, buddy. It works. It's just as good as frying in oil. It's really, really delicious and healthy, and it's real fast. Especially when you have kids, you got to cook something up. You throw it in the air fryer. You, you are good. Barbecue kitchen. <laughs> you know what? I was just at a, at a house in Bushwick. They had a brick oven pizza that wow. was. I mean, I've seen brick them before, wow. but this type of brick oven pizza was amazing it was like golden and like something crazy that's why when people tell me oh what's the arv after i finish um renovating it <laughs> arv is after, after retail, retail value. value right meaning after you fix the house what will be my value of the house after i fix it? i said dude if you're going to put a you know a shaker kitchen that's cute and granite countertop and that's it okay your value is going to be that but if you're going to go all out and put a brick oven pizza or like a double fridge, sub-zero freezer, blah, blah, blah. It's different. So it all depends. Very on high, high end. Yeah. But there is a cap. You could only, like, it, your value would be the max value for, for that right. area. Yeah. So if you put gold floors and diamonds in that are so, it, it won't change it to be a super high value per that type of house. Correct. It's not going to be changed, but yep. you do, however, get more. For your house if you put some nice you know, stuff yes nice stuff so it may not be included in your appraised value and then they say hey 
you know, this is all the appraisal came in at, meaning after you go into contract, you're ready to proceed to your loan. Your appraisal comes and appreciates the house and gives you the loan of the house. And therefore, it goes by that number that the appraisal says. Yes. But what happens if our seller wants more than what it is? It's up to you, buyers, right? We mm -hmm. either add up, we come out of pocket and um, add to at the time of the closing, you pay up or you don't. But if you know that they put so many things in the house that you as a homeowner would place anyways afterwards, then maybe sometimes it's worth, worth for you to, um, to put it, to, to pay. In the contract, you have a clause that says, you know, you're going to sign a contract. You're going to enter a contract of a house. Um, and if the appraised value doesn't reach the purchase price, you have to come in and, and uh, pay it up. Yes. So I personally like to have that removed from my buyer's contract because it's up to them. Yes. You know? And like I them. said, with the Airbnb and, and managing your home, it's very important to understand the rules and regulations from the state of what you can and cannot do with your home. So if you add a bathroom or you or you trying to rent a room, understand that if somebody calls the state and says, hey, I'm doing this, is this on the up and up, that can be a violation on your home. Yeah. I had a, a, a friend of mine that uh, she was renting a basement and in some parts of the city it's illegal to rent a basement Correct. and she didn't know because a, um, an agent sold her the rental and what happened was there was some kind of sewage back back backed into the apartment and the landlord didn't fix it for a month and she was living in terrible conditions so she called the state the state came and told her that she had to move out in yeah. a month. And then the landlord illegally. A yes. She got a month. Sometimes they give you a vacate order right on the spot. <clears throat> no, he gave her a vacate order right on the spot. He locked her out. She was out in the cold. It was one of the coldest days of the year. And I had to pick her up from like Burger King because she had no place to go with her daughter. And the landlord changed the locks. It was, it was a nightmare. And so the um the the agent that rents her their apartment had to give her back her deposit so that agent lost their commission and to be honest with you i thought the agent should have been suspended or something more severe because we know better yeah. we we every two years we have to know the rules and and laws and guidelines so we know that we cannot rent a basement to anybody and so that was one and then the landlord, I remember like him on a phone with her, mad and cursing. And, and I said to him, I said, you know, you can't rent no basement. Every landlord knows the rules. Yeah. And you can't, that is not an apartment. Yeah. And, and then you didn't take care of the apartment. So long story short, um, we had to find, we found her someplace else to live. Um, it, it, it took like two months. But it's just when you are changing, when you're doing Airbnb or you're trying to do Airbnb or you're renting rooms or you think you could. Now, you can live in your basement as the owner. It's your house. But also you can if somebody if you have a bathroom in the basement and it's not an original bathroom. That is also a violation, and you have to take the bathroom apart. Yeah, same for kitchen. Yeah, same for kitchen. So there are a lot of details that you as a homeowner should know when you purchase a home of what your rights are, what you can or cannot do with this property to protect yourself from having to be fined or having yourself in court versus the state. Yes, you do. Um in some cities, in some neighborhoods of New York City, may apply for a legal basement, okay? So that yeah. is possible. You do have to meet some guidelines. Yes. Um, you do, however, want to remember that once you find that it's okay to do and you do apply, watch those taxes. They're going to go up in the yes. next, um, not quarter, but in the next year, okay? So if you... Um, it goes by the windows, big enough to exit during a fire, two exits, right, this right. and the third.
can ask me if you want to, but you can legalize a basement in certain types of neighborhoods. Now, now Sean is asking if we could rent rooms. So renting rooms is legal. Yes, renting rooms is legal. Even the city sometimes gives um, programs. Those, and, yeah, programs yes. specifically from shelter. Unfortunately, people who live there, they give them programs to rent rooms. You can rent rooms. However, you can be found in violation in case you don't stand by code. If your house is not built or, or done by code, you could go, um, you could get in violation. If you don't fix that, Mm -hmm. The city could place you in a 7A um, unit, uh, 7A type of, uh, how should I explain it? It's like um, they take your house and they put it in 7A. 7A is like, hey, we're warning you that yeah. we're now around. We're going to handle the property. We're going to fix the property. But if in a timely matter, you don't come and either pay us or come back and try to resolve it, we'll take, take the property, property and sell it. So know the consequences. And, and mm -hmm. one other thing, you can um, have the city change the nature of your house. Remember we were saying one family, two family, yes. um, a house of worship. They could change your house to an to SRO. An SRO, to a rooming house, single room occupancy. occupancy. Okay, so and that change changes your, your value. It yeah, changes the market you're in. Now go so. try and put it back into residential one, two, three, four family house. Torturous. Yep. Doable. Doable, but, but you time. have to yes, you have yeah, to register time. and you have to get uh, paperwork from the tenants that they were never um, renting rooms. Um, no, like when you do rooms and you want to get out of it, there is a thing that's called a letter of non-harassment. Okay. Letter of non-harassment that no one harassed them. It's a whole other uh, situation. So and, is it worth it? You know it. Yeah. You're in the situation. And then also, if you're renting rooms and somebody's doing illegal activity, they could shut the whole apartment down. Yeah. You get no income. You're under not you're not under investigation, but the apartment's under investigation. So they're taking your property and it's just on hold or pause because of whatever activity was happening in your apartment. Yeah. So that's why I say you you have to be knowledgeable of everything going on in in, yeah. in your properties and so the more properties you own you need a team to help you keep track of what's happening yeah. and managing your day-to-day -day, um business um i have a property now where like um i have a tenant um that's moving out but uh she's like the toilet keeps <laughs> overflowing and just so i have sewage backing up yeah, exactly. Like it's it's been it's I'm fighting. I'm trying to keep my patience, but she's moving out, and I just have to be patient. But that's part of the business. You sometimes yeah. you you know you get these different circumstances that are challenging, but the reward is always greater than the challenge. The challenge is just the moment. Yeah. Um, I've had this property for like over ten years, so it's just you know it's just it just comes with the territory. Yeah, you don't want to get there ever. You want to make sure that your business is running. Yeah. Um, that you're organized, that you have the management on point. And to complete that story and conclusion of that whole Airbnb situation in New York City, it was illegal. Now it is legal in as long as you stand by the terms. You're not supposed to rent out Airbnb for less than 30 days. Yeah. They don't want you renting it nightly. They don't want you to rent it weekly or bi-weekly. They want at least at least a 30 day stay. So if you do go ahead and advertise it, you need to go by and stick by that rules. I'm sure the city has a lot of instructions that you need to stand by. And if you don't, then you get in trouble with the fire department. Yeah, fire department becomes a hazard. put up all these liens and violations, not liens, I'm sorry, uh, all these violations against your property. And that is very, very expensive. So you want to stick by the rules and ensure that you follow those instructions and ask, ask a professional. So it never hurts to ask. Um, I think we touched all the points about uh, rentals that have to do with Airbnb and similar to that, which was really nice being here with you guys again. Um, we're going to look forward to next week. And of course, send us any questions that you may have. And if you know anyone that's interested in listing their property or looking for a new property, please, um, contact us at, uh, 
on the Instagram, Chris and Nina podcast, you could contact us. Also, yeah. I'm actually five... going to start uh, commenting. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to start commenting on all our shows. Okay. With like our signature lines. Um, yeah. So that, you know, you, you're not going to have to wait until you reach out to me, him, or in the mutual Instagram that we have. So I'm going to note on every show that we so far had in the past couple of months. Okay. Um, like our signature line. So everyone will have our information. Um, again, thank you so much and have a good rest of the evening. Yes. Um, and you can we'll reach us you. at Five Barrel Realty, 855-305-3325. Have a blessed weekend and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.